Welcome, everybody, to Plan's 10-Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Diver. I'm here with my co-host, Nick Carlson. Nick, how are you doing today? Good, Ryan. Glad to be back on the podcast again. How's it going? Going great. And uh, yeah, we are both of Plan Companies. Plan Companies is a fourth-generation family-operated, 120 years uh, building service provider. We provide janitorial, security guard, front desk concierge, and maintenance services. Uh, our guest today is Flavio Rodriguez of Plan Companies. Uh, Flavio, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do with Plan? Yeah, so um, as you said, my name is Flavio. I am the uh, talent acquisition manager with Plan. Um, fancy name for basically a team of recruitment uh, recruiters that I have within this country. So we operate in uh, pretty much the Eastern Seaboard and as far west as California. Um, yeah, and we handle everything that has to do recruitment with plan. The, the type of uh, usual recruit uh, recruitment uh, that we do is the uh, cleaning or maintenance division, concierge, and security. Um, and that's vast. It could be anything from, you know, high-rise buildings to condos and boutique type of uh, property. So uh, that, that's a little about me and what, uh, what my team does. So is it mostly like hourly type workers that you are targeting or, or what? It's a it's a ray. I mean, we do obviously all the recruitment for the company, so that is in, in terms of hourly employees in the field, and uh, we also do the recruitment uh, when it comes to corporate positions within internal. So, awesome. Okay. Yep, Flavio, uh, how long have you been in the recruitment field and, and space? Uh so this year, what are we? Wow, 2022. I feel like 2020, 2020. It just kind of, you know, flew. And I'm sometimes like, wow, it's 2020. Yeah, one big blur, right? One big blur for two years. Um, so I've been in recruitment now for 10 years. Um, I started actually working at a staffing agency. Quick story with that. Um, I came in actually as an, an employee, like, well, a candidate, just looking for a job and seeing if they could help me. Um, next thing I know, my man, who then became my manager, offered me a job on the spot to be a uh, a receptionist uh, and at the time I was like I'll take anything admin I'll take it yeah and started from there um, you know five years in with that company ended as a branch manager working all of the recruitment kind of levels and uh, that was based off of really factory manufacturing industrial uh, you know the typical hiring like forklift drivers picking pack uh, work with certain companies like Zara Ralph Lauren Vineyard Vines in the clothing industry so I did that for seven years and then uh, came over to plan, brought my talents here, wanted to get more involved in a, di- in a different aspect, get more real estate uh, and, and handle, obviously, you know, corporate jobs. So, um, yeah, so I've been in this field for 10 years and it's insane. The last two years, there's a big difference between the previous seven years that, uh, you know, I had done recruitment. So it's a little bit about me. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we've, you know, we've seen in, in the past couple of years is right this, this great resignation where it seems that everybody is looking for talent and, uh, you know, recruiting seems one of the hardest places to be right now. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit what you've noticed is a change between your, you know, first years doing this versus more recent years and what you see in the industry now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the biggest change, honestly, key word is uh, entrepreneurship. I think a lot of individuals from when I first started recruitment, recruiting, every, you know, part-time jobs or side jobs, a lot of people were looking to an agency or a staffing company to help them find a, a side gig. 
nowadays, a lot of people realize, I think with 2020, with the pandemic happening, a lot of people lost jobs, right? And people had to start thinking like, how am I gonna make money? Opposed from all the help that I was getting, like, how am I gonna find, you know, income, residual income to pay bills? Because the bills really weren't stopping. Certain ones were, but for the majority, they still had to, you know, make ends meet. And honestly, with that is we saw, there was a stat actually, which increased between 2020 to this year, it's about a 28% increase in entrepreneurship, small businesses. You mean like side gigs, side things gigs. like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, you'll hear the people making food from their house, ghost kitchens, things like that, uh, clothing lines, whatever. People were, were, you know, having all these crazy ideas, TikToks, YouTubes, podcasts. So with all these people started to realize you can make money off of this viewership and all these different things. So in 20, from 2020 until now, there was a 20%, 28% increase with the entrepreneurship, meaning people, less people were looking for actual jobs with a third company or a third uh, party, which would be maybe planned or any other business. So prior to that, it was only between two to 7% increase year over year. So that means if we go back you know, 2010 until 2020, that was the usual, right? It was a single digit percentage. And in the last two years that increased. So for me, honestly, entrepreneurship has done that. And then in turn, the applicant pool has shortened because now there's no, less applicants out there in the world. And that is in turn why you're seeing all this competitiveness for these applicants. Because anyone that's out there, every company is trying to see you know, who they can attract because there's not much out there. So entrepreneurship for me, honestly, is a key word when it comes to, you know, the changes. And then what about, um, you know, what about things like inflation or the economy? Yeah. How is that? A, is that a, a factor as well? For sure. Like inflation, you know, that's another, another area. It's a deeper conversation. And, and then recruitment seminars talk about it all the time. It, it has a big impact when it comes to business because you go to your regular market restaurant you know, as we were talking earlier, uh, Nick, you see it, you know, a lot of us have seen the changes in gas prices, housing market, all these things have increased, which in relation means, you know, the cost of living has increased. And a lot of businesses are still operating, not all, but a lot of them are still operating under the, whatever minimum wage is per state, which no knock to it makes sense. But the companies that are adapting and realizing like if say New Jersey, the, the minimum wage is 13 still. Cost of living in, in New Jersey uh, on the stat line is actually 55K a year. That's average. Anything below that, you're living beyond poverty level, yeah. right? So, so when you look at it in that aspect, as a business, you're saying to yourself, am I going to work off of, you know, the minimum, you know, the minimum wage or, or am I going to actually work off cost of living? And you're seeing the ones that are adapting to the cost of living are the ones winning out when it comes to the candidate you know, the candidate pool and trying to get people to work for them and retain them. Because in relation to anyone that's not, that's where you're seeing the great resignation with, with companies. People used to leave in three, they called it. Back in the day in recruitment, in three is basically like, say, for whatever reason you would leave, someone else in your team or another member in a different department, they usually just leave in threes. That's the, that's the notion, right? Now you're seeing people leaving in what you call carpools. You're having eight, 10 different, a whole department leaving certain certain companies uh, because of this great resignation. Wow. Uh, 
you know, and a lot of that has to do with, again, entrepreneurship, people investing more time in their stuff and saying, I can do this. I can create my own business. I've seen it. Or the other option of just seeing what's out there, weighing out their options and, you know, companies willing to pay whatever at this point. So that's the crazy time, you know, the crazy times that we're seeing right now with all that. Wow. Yeah. And it's something you don't even usually think about uh, in terms of acquiring talent, but how, you know, at plan, we've been able to be in a multitude of markets and a variety of different places. How have you been able to navigate and, and be successful through this, through this tough market? Honestly, any recruitment department you ask, everyone has a challenge, right? We all know that. We know that the pandemic, we know these, these are challenges. But how I look, how I look at it, and the, the way I talk to my team is, is one thing I learned back in college, and in a course was called knowing your person or knowing your client. It was a business course, right? Whatever you're trying to sell, whatever the case is, in any aspect of business, you have to know who you're selling it to, right? Once you know that, everything becomes easier. Now we know we have the challenges. So really, how my team, how myself, how I've been able to be successful through the challenges, is one the mindset. Regardless of what the issues are, I'm not going to sit there and like, there's nothing we can do and dwell on all the negatives. It's like, okay, we know the challenges. Let's move into the future. Like, how do we get to point A? We know there's going to be, you know, roller coasters and loops to get there, but how do we get there? Right. So a lot of it comes to realizing, okay, if wait, if, if pay rates is a dilemma for certain, certain locations or whatever reason, then we have to invest more or emphasize more on the benefits and what we can offer as a company when it comes to growth, medical insurance, 401k. You know, we have good benefits in all these different regions. So, you know, the way in which the recruiters have now changed, you know, their tactics years ago, it was pretty easy approach, call, screen, make sure you're hiring the right person. And it was more of an employer-driven market where we had the option to hire whatever we want. Now it's to the point where we understand it's employee-driven. They know that everyone wants them, right? So how do we attract them to come in and work for us and retain them, right? And, and, and the retainment part is really understanding, knowing your person, knowing who you're hiring, what do they like? Not everybody is for the pay rate. Some actually care about benefits and growth and longevity and where the company stands, and, you know. So um, to ensure that that's really what it is, it's just knowing your person, knowing, you know, what you're hiring for us. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the state of the market that we're in. It's, it's incredibly challenging. And, you know, it, it, it just seems like uh, it, it's shifting so fast and, and it changed so fast on us. But we appreciate you coming on and, and giving your perspective on, uh, on, on these new changes. Um, you know, thank you for, for coming and uh, thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Well, I hope we do it again. I love doing this podcast. Good. We'll have you back. Thanks, Absolutely. Flavio. Thank you All so right. much, Flavio. Thank you, guys. All right.